Hello everyone, I'm Nicole and welcome back to Thinking and Talking. So, for this episode, we're just going to be going out on a whim, okay? We're going to be going out on a whim. This episode is going to be a rant, let's be honest, because, so, I just went into class, right? I'm just going to go straight into it because I'm ranting today and, you know, we all love ranting. Who doesn't like ranting, you know? It's a great way to vent, whatever. I'm going to go straight into today. Today's topic, I don't even know what it's going to be. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see, because I really didn't prepare for this. I just was like, you know what? I'm I'm pissed right now. Let's just start it. Anyways, <laughs> so I go into class, right? I go into my class, AP European History. I go into class, right? He goes, so my teacher says, so today um, we're going to get ready for the debate. We're going to start presenting in like two minutes. Um, everyone, I hope you're ready. You had like a week to get ready. Okay, let's go. You know, and we're gonna have Mr. Brown here, another history teacher to help, you know, see whose debate was best and all that. Okay, ready? Let's go. I was like, so we're doing a debate about what was the actual, like, what was the primary cause of the French Revolution? Was it a social, political, economic, intellectual call, like, cause or what? You know, like, you have to do a debate and you basically get assigned a topic like either social or economic whatever so i'm i go into class he's like okay we're starting blah blah blah, let's go i'm my anxiety uh, automatically goes to like right before class started i was like on youtube you know i mean i was being unproductive but whatever i was on youtube laughing my ass off you know watching some funny videos i found like this other this new youtuber he's so he was so funny i was like I just started, you know, watching some of his videos, and I was, like, cracking up. I was having some fun, you know, no anxiety or anything. I was just laying in bed, you know, waiting for class to start. It was all good. Class starts, boom. After my teacher said that, my anxiety shot up. Like, it shot up, and I'm still kind of nervous. Like, (laughs) I'm still getting down from that high right now. And not a high. That was a low high, if that makes sense. But anyways, I was so nervous. I was like, what the hell? Like, a whole debate? That's ridiculous. Like, a week ago, we had, so a week ago, we had to come in, like, this is virtual, but we had to come in, like, to class on Wednesday, which is our asynchronous day, which is basically, like, a flex day, which is a day where you have no live classes, but you still have class, like, as in work and all that. Yeah, it's great. You know, you can't have one day without work, really. It's the best. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I told you it, this was going to be a rant, so stick in for the ride. <laughs> Basically, a week ago, he gives out this assignment. He says, okay, we're going to come in to sign up for the debate, like which which um team you're going to get. So this is Wednesday. We had no live classes. So I overslept because we had no live classes, of course. I overslept. I missed the meeting, whatever, but he was like, it's okay for those of you who weren't in the meeting because I just assigned you to a topic anyways. But the directions for the assignment say the topic that you get got assigned, you have to write a DBQ on it. And a DBQ is a document-based um, question, like essay thing, right? I wrote my entire DBQ. You have to use like, you know, documents to um, use as, you have to use documents as evidence for your argument and blah, 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 thesis statements and caps analysis. It's a whole big thing. A lot of work, right? I spent my good time on it. I gave, I even like 
I didn't even submit it late. I didn't even submit it on time. I submitted it early because I actually worked my ass off on it. Just for today, a week later to be like, oh, yeah, um, now you have to do a debate on it. And you had a team. You Apparently we had teams. We had other people to do this assignment with on slides. And each slide was a document. And you had to explain why this document was evidence for your argument. And each side was that. And your team or your group is going to present that right now. Two groups already went. I'm in between, like, the class right now. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to pause this, go to class, and then go to another class and then recontinue this. Because I was just that, like, <laughs> I was just that nervous. I was like, I'm going to rant because this is fucking stupid. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? The directions didn't say anything about, no, not the directions, the directions on the assignment, the directions on the Google Doc of the assignment, the announcement directions, and there's multiple announcements. Nowhere did it say that there was going to be slides and a group assignment that we had to do a debate on. I would, and I, and nowhere did it say we were going to have to present anything. It said we were going to do a document-based question, a DBQ on the primary causes of the French Revolution. And you have to say whether it's political, economic, blah, blah, blah. I already explained it. And that's it. On your own, do a DBQ. Boom. And that's reasonable because, you know, this is, we do DBQs all the time, of course. So I'm like, okay, another DBQ, this makes sense, you know. But to have a whole debate presentation that we have to do, that makes no sense. Everyone was so nervous because it's like, I like I literally texted someone in the class. I was like, "Is this for real?" Like, I didn't know about this till now. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I didn't know," because they were in the class apparently. Like when I, I mean, I was I overslept, like I said. But still, he should have said it at least in the directions for those who weren't there. Because if I knew that there was something I missed, I would have went and emailed him. But he made sure that in his emails to you know, he made sure in his emails that. Oh, here's what you missed. There's a DBQ you have to do. He didn't say, here's what you missed. You have to do a whole um, presentation with other people. And the thing is, those people knew that I'm in, I was in their group and didn't put my email in, like, the slides. They didn't share the slides with me or anything. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, you know I'm in your group, yet you didn't even put my, like, you didn't. no one emailed me. No one emailed me that was in my group. I mean, I'm not friends with any of anyone in my class because, like, fuck, this is high school, you know? Like, I'm not really interested in most people people in my class, you know? And plus, it's online school, so I don't know anything about their personalities. They don't know anything about mine, so I understand why they didn't take the time to reach out to me, you know? But out of the decency and the consideration of their hearts, they could have been like, oh, this person's absent, and we, we're assigned with them. Let's email them the link to the slides and explain since they weren't here and we got assigned with them because I literally have done that before I've done that even though I don't know these people I don't know the person I I just got assigned with them randomly I've done that before but no they couldn't show me the decency of their hearts to sh at least share me share with me the slides because if I got an email saying you like um blah 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 shared these slides with you and I opened it and I saw this I'd be like Yo, what is this? And then I'd learn, and then I'd, you know, learn that, oh, it's for this assignment, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd be prepared for today. But no, now I come into class because no one told me about this, you know, 
it, not even the teacher that's and when it's his job to inform students on what they miss, he instead informed them incorrectly, I guess, <laughs> them being mean, them being me. But anyways, I so now I'm in class, just like, what the hell? What the hell? Like, then they wonder why, like, teenagers have so, like, have the highest anxiety rate, have the highest depression rate, have, like, the highest suicidal rate. Like, then they wonder why the rate goes up every year, too. It's like, because... Because every year, it's some new dumb shit that they have. Like, oh my god, I'm so frustrated. Like, you know, I'm okay. I'm not as nervous anymore now that I ranted. I'm not as anxious. Let me breathe. (laughs) I'm not as anxious anymore because since they didn't put me in the slides, I'm not going to be presenting, of course. So, I mean, unless the teacher's like, Nicole, why didn't you speak? I'm going to be like, they didn't fucking put me in the slides. Like, what? Like, I'm going to be so pissed. Oh, my God. I hope he doesn't call my name. I will leave. I will leave the. <laughs> I will leave the meet and pretend I just I wasn't there. I'd be like, oh, sorry, my computer glitched. And the whole thing, like, had to restart by itself and stuff. Like, I don't even know what happened. It was in the middle of me talking to you. Like, that's so weird. Like, <laughs> if i have to i will because it's ridiculous i'm not trying to embarrass myself by being like oh yeah um i didn't know there there was an assignment there was a group assignment everyone's gonna be like how do you not know there was like a group assignment it's because mm, i freaking can't with people i mean i don't care what people think but it's just frustrating it's so frustrating that like i had to show up to class today and have no idea what was going on, and completely be bamboozled with this group debate presentation that I had no idea about. Like, what? What? Like, I, he assigned like he assigned us into groups for, like, the calls that we were going to get. Like, me and, like, four other people got political, five other people got social, blah, 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 five other people got economic, blah, 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 blah. But nowhere did it ever say that those people in that group were going to have to do something together. It just said that that was our topic that we got assigned. So literally the teacher was like, oh, I, I, like in the rule doc, it says the topic you got. And there you go. I was like, what the fuck? Like today? Oh my God. I was having a good day. I was having a good day. Well, not even a good day, but like I was having a non anxiety ridden day. And yet I go into this class and they do that to me. Good thing my favorite class is next period because he's going to make me laugh and all that. So I'm going to be happy that my my favorite class is what's it called is last period. So it's next period. So, you know, at least I'm going to have that class to do. And at least I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be smiling next class with no anxiety because that class, um, the teacher is really funny. The people in the class are really funny. And even though it's online, we managed to all, like, be funny and comfortable to turn on our cameras. Whereas in most of my classes, like the one that I just talked about right now for, like, 10 minutes, no one turns on their camera. No one speaks because it we're all uncomfortable, I guess. You know, like, it's terrible. I hate, like, the classes that are like that, that no one turns their camera on and no one speaks. Like, the only person that really speaks is, like, this one girl. is. <laughs> This one girl literally would just start, like, speaking out of nowhere, saying, you know, just going off on a tangent out of nowhere. And it's like, 
you know, girl, that's good for you. Like, that's good. Like that you can, you know, have the confidence to just out of the blue start speaking. That's good for you. But like sometimes it's it's uncalled for. Like <laughs> it's like we just come back for lunch and it's like, Mr. It's like, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Did you know that like blah, 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 blah and like blah, 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 blah. I just thought that was so funny. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, huh, yeah, huh, yeah. It's like, honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, honey, that it just sucks because it's like you're not getting the same reaction back. She, like, she got all this energy, all this intelligence, you know, and yet she's not getting that same energy back. And I hate when the class is like that because I honestly feel her. I feel her. Like, I one time, <laughs> one time I was in this other class, right? And I don't know. The teacher was talking about like mantras, like what is something that like you tell yourself when you start the day or whatever, whenever. What is something you tell yourself, like what, something positive you tell yourself, like a mantra. And I was like, and I what was I saying? And I was like, well, I told a whole story. I was like, well, today I got in the shower, and then I, <laughs> I was like, well, today I woke up, felt pretty good, and then I got in the shower, and then in the shower I was like today is gonna be a good day, today is gonna be a good day, and I just kept repeating repeating that to myself out loud, so that I could really manifest that into my destiny, manifest destiny, all you eight push kids, unite, (laughs) ew, let me stop, let me stop, I'm, oh, that was so bad, (laughs) that wasn't even funny, manifest destiny isn't even funny, like, it's actually sad, like, (laughs) but anyways, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to manifest a good day, you know? So I said it out loud. Like, that was kind of like my mantra for the day. The teacher was like, oh, that's so good. I'm glad you were thinking positively in the shower. <laughs> and, I, and then I was like, yeah, thanks. And then I went, and then we, I went on mute, and he was just, like, quiet. And, I, and, like, the whole class, like, you know, all you're looking at is, like, little icons, like, profile pics. And, and like, my camera was on. Like, my only my camera was on so I said that whole thing gave a whole descriptive like thing of how I was in the shower thinking positively and I was like I didn't get that same energy back at all and so when you don't get the same energy back you feel so bad you're like oh my god I should have just never spoke I should have just I just should have just stayed quiet like it's like me with movies I love movies so much, and I will go off into, like, a whole tangent about it. I'll talk about it for hours, talk about my favorite movies all the time, and, like, I'll just be, like, just the way that, like, the symbolism, like, I'll, like, I'll literally become, like, a whole film major, even though I'm in high school. Like, I'll literally become, like, a whole film major geek. Like, I'll be, like, oh, my God, the way that this scene was shot and a lot, like, oh, my God, I will go off into, like, a whole entire story about it. And then I won't get that same energy back. They'll be like, yeah, my favorite movie's like freaking, like, <laughs> my favorite movie's a kissing booth. And I'm like, oh, really? Mm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, your favorite movie can be the kissing booth. It can be the kissing booth, too. I don't care what your favorite movie is. That's fine. But, like, <laughs> it's just when your energy is not reciprocated, it's, like, so bad. It's, like, almost like, you're like, oh my god, that, why did I even say that, you know, but I'm trying to be, I'm trying to become unapologetic, where it's like, 
I will say something and just not even feel sorry about it afterwards. Be like, even if what I said was uncalled for or dumb or unreciprocated, whatever. I'm going to say it and that'll be that. I'm going to say it and not think about it later. I'm just going to blur it out. I mean, I'm not going to blur it out if it's something bad, but like, you know, you know, you know what I mean. (laughs) Anyways. Oh no, my class starts in two minutes, and the presentation is going to be called on my group soon. Oh my god, I'm getting nervous. I was fine. I was literally becoming fine and laughing again. But now that class starts in two minutes, I'm like, shit. Or one minute, I'm like, oh my god, shit, shit, shit. Literally shit, because I feel like I'm going to take a shit. <laughs> because, you know, is it just me, but when I get nervous, I feel like I need to use the bathroom. Like, I feel like I'm going to poop my pants. Like, I, like, after... <laughs> like after I, he was like after we went to lunch and he before that was like okay we're gonna do the presentations and two groups went and did the presentations and it was lunchtime right now it's still lunchtime I literally went to the bathroom and took a shit because I was like so nervous <laughs> you guys probably didn't want to hear that but like I said before I'm gonna be unapologetic I don't care like oh my god the fact that it just amazes me how teachers have so much power (laughs) like I can get into this for I can really get into this it amazes me how teachers just have so much power over students like a teacher failing a student could have such an impact on their academic life or life in general and it's like so crazy that they like can do that you know like even if the student worked hard, like, there's situations where a student can study their ass off, can really work really hard towards, you know, learning a certain subject. And when the test comes up, they just fail the test because test taking isn't really good. Like, you can know the material, but the test questions can be so confusing and stuff that you fail. And I've, I've been at this, I've been at this, you know, situation where I know the material in and out. But yet when I get to when it gets to the test, I'm like, I fail because it's like I, I've been at the situation. Anyways, I can go into that more. But it's crazy how like the student can have all the intelligence and knowledge of the world. But the grade that the teacher, you know, has to put on paper can make such an effect. It's so crazy. Oh, anyways, class started a minute ago. I will continue talking about, you know, stuff. Let me write this down. I will continue talking about this when I'm back. You guys won't even know that I took a break, but yeah. Wish me luck. Oh my god, if he calls on my name. Whoo! Lord, please help me. Okay, I'll be back. I'm in class, everyone. They're presenting. I'm gonna put them on mute. So, I'm in class, you know, presenting. After this group is my group, and if I am called upon, I'm I'm going to merely disappear. It's going to be endgame. Flakes will appear in the air, become dust. I'm going to evaporate if they call me. Anyways, <laughs> wish me luck. Be back soon. That things weren't the, the best they could. I am back a few hours later, finished school for the day, and I left off on the power teachers hold. Um, This can be argued 
on many different sources, you know, teachers don't have that much power. I mean, if you think about it, they're just following. Are you? Oh my God. And I just got a freaking eight student notifications from Canvas. Isn't it so funny how <laughs> I'm, oh my God, I'm making a podcast episode about how, like, school is and I'm in between that I'm getting like 10 notifications from my from the school application canvas that just is so ironic it's so ironic I'm in the middle of speaking about teachers and then I get a submission comment from one of my teachers on my chem homework if if she freaking comments that I cheated I'm gonna be so mad because yes I did cheat but don't tell me I did (laughs) It's because my chem homework, I literally just searched up, like, the electron configuration chart, and then I just, you know, used the chart to do the homework. That's really it. That There's nothing bad about that. Like, if unless I went and, like, hacked the database or something dumb like that, then I understand her concern. But since I just freaking looked at the first thing that popped up on Google, which doesn't harm anyone, but instead helps me and helps her because when the students do good, the teacher does good. So, um, yeah, let, let's see what she has to say here. Um, bear with me. I'm going to look at the comment. Oh, it just says minus seven late. Oh, I love teachers. Uh, no, actually, yeah, I do love teachers. I have had teachers that I absolutely adore that when I say their name, it makes me happy. Like, there are teachers that I absolutely adore. I'm going to list off list off a few. Some of you guys, not, none of you guys will know who these people are. Miss Lewis, my English teacher, my freshman year. I loved her. I loved her. She was the sweetest soul. Oh, my God, I loved her. That woman is beautiful inside and out. I love her. Miss Lewis, um, Miss De Jesus, but we call her De Jesus. Oh my gosh, she was my French teacher uh, fresh, freshman year. I had two, I went to two schools my freshman year. So these two teachers are from my first freshman, first school. But anyways, they, hey, I loved her. She taught us so much French. That's the only place I actually ever learned French. Like she actually was a good teacher and a good person. She was so nice. Oh my gosh, she was so sweet. They, hey, love her. I literally cried when I had to leave that school because I loved, like, the teachers so much. (laughs) Not all of them, of course, but, you know, I had my fair share of good and bad teachers, let's be honest. Like, so I just named off two. Another teacher that I absolutely loved was my teacher last year, my U.S. my U.S. history, U.S. history teacher, Miss, Mrs. Freeze. This year I have her husband, Mr. Freeze. And they're both they both teach history. So funny. I hear stories about I've heard stories about like him from her and I hear stories about her from him. So it's so funny. Um. Anyways, I love but I love Mrs. Freeze, Miss Lewis, Miss Dehay. Oh, I love those teachers. What's another? T- oh, my God. Oh, my God. I had this teacher last year for law and justice. His name was Mr. Hanley. He wasn't even like our teacher teacher. He was, but only for, like, a few months because our teacher just never – she came, like, two days and never showed up again. So he was, like, the substitute for a few months. 
I loved him. So funny. He made the class really good, really fun, comfortable. You know, that I, I love when a teacher can make you happy and, like, make you smile and makes the class fun. It makes you want to participate. It makes you want to learn. It makes you pay attention. It makes you comfortable. You know, like, I love when a teacher can do that to the classroom environment because the classroom environment is so intimidating. It's a room full of people your age, your peers, that just you have no idea, like, who they are. You know, I mean, if you do, it's a facade. Like, if you know who they are, you just know them by their name. You know, you don't really know who they are intellectually. But it's intimidating to go into a room full of people that are somewhat strangers, you know? Because, like, you don't know anything about them. And I don't know. It kind of makes you um, more skeptical to get embarrassed, to really step out of your comfort zone, to speak up. Because you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable in this situation to speak up. I'm uncomfortable to answer because what if they judge me, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, that's a terrible mindset to have. Like, what if they judge me? Who the fuck cares if they judge you? You know what I mean? What The only judgment that matters is yours, you know, you know. But anyways, but still, that's even though that's a not a good mindset to have, it's one that many people have, especially people that are my age and people that are any age. Anyways. What was I saying? Another teacher that I loved, um, not loved, you know, Mr. Koza. I loved him. He was our English teacher last year, my English teacher last year, not our, because <laughs> why am I saying our? He was my English teacher last year. He was so great. He was so great. Very understanding. He, it was an honors class, right? So he gave, you know, a lot of time consuming work. He gave us a lot to do, you know, and he was very understanding with, you know, late work. He was very understanding with, um, you know, not being able to get the assignments done in the time frames because, you know, it's all about practicing for the AP, practicing. This is honors class, blah, blah, blah. So we need to have a time limit for everything. A test, time, a, you know, anything that you do is like timed. But he was very lenient on that, you know, and I loved it. Like, I loved it. He was so lenient but like very good at his job he was very good at giving you thought-provoking philosophical questions about the books we are reading and he he got good options for books but I was I it's hard for me to you know really get into reading sometimes because like I the concept of the book can be good but the writing if the writing is very prolonged and like very like oh like slow and I just get bored, you know, and I end up not reading it. And a lot of the books were like that, but I did like it. We did poetry, we did reading. Anyways, I liked him. I liked his class. He was great. You know, um, something happened in his personal life where his wife got into a car accident and his daughter was going to surgery. And I love the fact that he got personal with us because it really helped us connect with the teacher more and feel more comfortable to share our problems and our our you know, experiences with him in in our writing. Because in an English class, when you're not comfortable with sharing your thoughts, it's hard to really, you know, do well in the class because you have to write. You know, you have to write all the time and you have to really use your mind and your experiences to write. And, you know, when you're kind of, when you kind of have a wall put up in English class, that's not really, you know, helpful because when you have a wall put up, you can't fully process a question 
or a prompt that you need to do. Like, for example, when we were doing, like, creative writing stuff, you need to use your, like, you know, if that's, like, write about an experience where you felt blah, 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 you know? It's like, oh, I an experience where I felt afraid was when a spider was in my room. Like, <laughs> like that's allowed, too, but it's very surface level. When the teacher isn't surface level with you, it gives you comfortability to not be surface level with that teacher. And it, it like forms a bond of mutual respect and mutual, mutual, mutual comfort, comfortability, you know? So it's just great when the teacher is, you know, passionate about their work. I'm like getting so passionate. It's so great when a teacher's passionate about their work and, and their students. I love when the teacher is good. Like I have a teacher right now. He's a good teacher academically, but personally with his students, it's very cold and very surface level. You know, there will be like here and there stories about, you know, I don't even know, like, oh, I went to Paris, blah, 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 whatever. But that's it. Most of the time it's very work oriented. And this is school. We're supposed to be focusing on our education. But we are also human, so, you know, there's a time for work and there's a time for compassion. And without an even balance of the two, it's an unhealthy, it's an unhealthy school environment. For example, I'm getting so many assignments a day, so many assignments a day. And whenever a teacher's like, I'm not going to give any assignments today because I know that I've been giving a lot. And you guys all deserve a break. And I'm sure you have a lot in other classes. So today I'm not going to give you anything. The teachers have no idea how good that feels. Like whenever a teacher's like, I understand you guys get heavy workloads here, you know, and no homework today. No homework for the rest of the week. Oh, my God. You know how rare that is? It's rare. It barely ever happens. But when it happens, Oh my God, it makes you feel so happy. It makes you feel so relieved that they have some sort of empathy towards you, you know? Like, I love that. But then there's some teachers that really are kind of, kind of like naive. They don't like, they're like, oh, here's five assignments that will take you probably three hours each. So do the math there. Um, and here, it's all due tonight. Um, let's do the math there. Does it add up? No. Like, no, let's see. Like, this is more realistic to my um my experience. Um, To give you some background, I'm taking three AP classes this year and I'm taking an honors class. So, um, yeah, I'm taking quite a lot, quite a lot. And my other classes are, you know, electives. I mean, AP classes are kind of electives, but not really. But you know what I mean. Actually, you don't know. I I mean, APs are kind of electives because you choose to take it, but you know what I mean. Anyways, my workload is pretty heavy this year. It's pretty heavy this year. So when I get the slightest ounce of empathy, oh my God, it makes my day. It makes my day. So for example, I get um a lot of assignments. I get a lot of assignments. Let's do the math there. Let me. I'm actually going to do some math right now right now let me go and count how many assignments i got last week Uh, because i write everything down of course because if i don't i will not know that you that the assignment even exists and i even got it done i write it all down in notion notion come sponsor me (laughs)
but like this is my second episode so they probably won't anyways i wish i kind of wish like this was there was a visual aspect on this podcast but then again no because i like the thought of it being listened to anyways i'm gonna count Okay, so I had I had exactly 30 assignments last week. This is Monday to Sunday. 30 assignments. 30 freaking assignments in one week. Now, let's let's um say that it took us 1 hour to do each assignment, right? 1 hour to do each assignment. But that's unrealistic because it it usually takes more than an hour to do an assignment because it either attention span or the amount of work or time consuming like it is you know like for example my little it says like my look for my ap psych i had to do like a little text entry of like my react like two times of my reaction to some videos and tests that she had us do that took me about like five minutes each but then there's another thing where it's like my where it's my French Revolution DBQ for AP Europe. Now that took a few hours. See, like each thing takes different amounts of time, but let's say that it took one hour each. That's 30 hours out of your week. That's more than a whole day because a day is 24 hours. So that's more than a whole day's worth of work. Now tell me, does that make sense? A whole day's worth of work. Does that make any sense? Like, does it? Is it really necessary? Is it? We're like at this age, I'm 16 right now, you know, my peers and I, our brains are literally, I learned about this in AP Psych, our brains are literally not formed yet. Like, they are formed, but they're still developing, they're still forming our ability to make like smart decisions smart decisions that will you know affect us long term aren't fully developed so our decision making isn't that great our attention span isn't that great because of not only our brain but because of our physical sex hormones that are off the charts at this age so it's like <laughs> what the hell <laughs> like you have to like they'd have to do more like research on is this good or healthy they have to do more research on it because the education education system is so outdated. It's so outdated, especially since, you know, now we have technology introduced to us. And that's just made this whole thing even worse, actually. Some might argue it's made things more efficient. That's true. I mean, you know, you, there's Google now. When you want to do a research project, you go straight into the Google engine or whatever search engine you use. You use. Sorry. I need water or whatever search engine you use and boom information is there at your fingertips that's great but is it really great to our sleeping schedules is it really great for our eyesight is it really great for our mindset when we're constantly on social media seeing comparisons of people you know like <laughs> think about it I mean education is very important I personally believe education is one of the most important things in life i really think that learning learning is 
so valuable, so vital. And it's not just learning in school, but it's self-education. It's learning through other people. It's learning through experiences. It's learning through anything, really. I just think learning is so important. Learning everything and anything you can is so important. I personally struggle with math and science, but I do. I would like to learn about it, though. That's the thing. And school kind of, you know, takes that want to learn and turns it into a need. For example, I want to learn about, you know, European history. But and so that's why I took the class. But now it's become a need. You need to learn now because if you don't know this certain thing about this, now you're going to fail the exam not get any credit for for college so basically you took the ap class for not much not not much <laughs> like uh, you're gonna fail your midterms you're gonna fail your finals you're gonna fail your quizzes your tests you're gonna get bad grades on the assignment and boom the, your grade on the entire like class your class grade is gonna be terrible and then you fail the class and then you your GPA goes down and blah, blah, blah. And it's literally like domino effect. It's so stupid. It's like grades are so dumb. Elon Musk. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but actually I do know why, because it relates to this topic. Elon Musk, he is opening up his own school for his kids and other kids. Right. And apparently there's no grades and every single kid, regardless of age, is on the same level learning the same thing now i don't really i don't necessarily agree with every age should be learning the same thing because i don't think that kids who are you know three years old in preschool that don't know much that barely know basic fundamentals of grammar i don't think that like three-year-olds should necessarily be learning about you know colonialism and all that and slavery i don't think that you know three-year-olds should be learning about that because their minds are far too young to even grasp that concept. They probably can't even pronounce those words. So I don't think three-year-olds should be learning about that. But I do like the idea of no grades. And I do like the idea, I do like the idea of like every kid, you know, is at the same level. But I don't think it should be like every kid, like three year, three years old and like you know, 16 should be learning the same thing. I don't think that should be it. I think there are levels, you know, because like, it's like, how can, you know, a three-year-old be learning about, um, you know, like algebra if they haven't learned addition first, you know what I mean? It's like there's steps, you know, you take, you take, you crawl before you walk, you know, but I do like the idea of, I do like the idea in like the concept of, AP's honors and what are you doing? Can you close the door, Victoria? Nicole, what? I just okay. I'm doing something right now, Victoria. Okay. Let's Sparky eat his bone. Okay. Did you finish school? Victoria. Okay, well, if you have class, get back into it. I know. He's so cute. Close my door, please. Fine. What I was saying before my little sister came in here, 
um what was I saying I like the idea of um everyone being on the same level but I think that only applies to high school students and middle school students if I'm being honest um because I feel like when you're in elementary school you're still learning the basics of everything but once you get to middle school and high school I feel like things are more balanced if that makes sense things aren't as like brand new like when you get to when you get to eighth grade I feel like algebra isn't that brand new because you're already doing like you know simple equations and all that I don't know I don't know but like high school for example AP honors and normal level classes I think that yes everyone is on a different level intellectually I definitely agree on that because there are some people and everyone wants to learn at a different speed everyone has different speeds of learning for example I read at a pretty slow rate because like I don't read all the time I'm trying to fix that habit I've been reading a lot more but anyways that's the topic for another day <laughs> like there's like some people read at an advanced really fast level super fast like boom 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 30 seconds per page and then some people read where it's like a minute per page or two minutes per page you know it's not as fast you know everyone is at a different place you know mentally and intellectually so I understand why there are you know like normal classes and then honors classes and then AP classes I understand why there's that but I don't think that there should be such a huge difference in the material if that makes sense like let's say like u.s u.s history does pretty well with this i took um honors u.s history and now i'm picking ap u.s history i can really see the similarities between the two u.s honors u.s history you're learning you know all the stuff about u.s history not all of course but you're learning all the stuff about u.s history you know manifest destiny um the gilded age blah 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 blah. you know the revolution all that stuff but it's very brief it's like a quick presentation do your little notes and boom a little quick homework you know and you're done then you go to that's honors then you go to um ap u.s history you're still learning about the revolution you're still learning about all those things but it's at a much advanced, much more advanced rate. For example, now your homework isn't like, um, an- like read this document, answer a few questions. Now your homework is like, do a DBQ, do an LEQ, do an FRQ, do like, you know, all these type of things, like do like these big homeworks, um, do this giant project, do, you have like a quiz every week and a test every week. It's like, a lot more testing, a lot more homework, and the material is the same essentially, but it's very like it's m- much more in depth. It's much more important that you actually focus because now you have to do a lot of homework on it. And honors, you know, does a pretty good job with giving homework, but it's not as much as the AP. And I'm speaking from my experience. I know like everyone has their own experiences with it. But from my experience so far, uh, um, AP is much more advanced than ours. I mean, it's in the name, of course, but <laughs> it's just the thing is, it's still essentially the same. You're still learning about the same topics. It's just at a different speed. It's just that 
more in it's just more in depth it's in um different like it's in a different level and some people need that you know like it's it's like imagine um what's it called someone who is at a 8p level you know is at an 8p level academically going into a um going to take a normal level class now that normal level class is probably going to bore them it'll probably be a flyby they'll probably know it already you know but it's going to be you can see the difference between i'm not even trying to say like oh they're smarter than ap students are smarter than the normal level students no like no that couldn't be farther from the truth there are kids in you know the ap classes that are just not they're mm, they're just not that smart they're just not that smart i can't like let me be honest and the thing is i mean i'm not one to judge i don't know their work i don't really grade their homework or anything i'm just you know giving out my experiences through classes and you know social discussions with the people in my classes but anyways it's like it doesn't matter what level you're placed in you are still a human being and that's what that's it that's it that's what that's what matters period done like the podcast is over like that's it like so i just went off a whole tangent i didn't finish what i was saying imagine an ap student going into a normal level class they might get bored they might know the stuff already they might you know ask for more work or they might annoy the other students by seeming pretentious and seeming like oh i'm smarter than you blah blah blah. i've seen this happen before where there's a kid in the class who's pretty smart and you can tell he's like like quote quote the smartest of the bunch you know you can tell he's pretty advanced he's pretty smart and some people will be like okay he's smart okay yeah he's smart i like that i'm like that for example i had this kid in my english class last year he's Little like a brute he's like he's <laughs> i don't even know but i had a crush on him because of his intelligence like that's so funny to me i'm like it was just purely intelligence that was making me attracted to him that's it i wasn't really friends with the dude nothing it's just from the social like the, the discussions in class i could just i could feel the intelligence that it was like he would do his homework boom super fast and it was good like it was good stuff so i was like i love that <laughs> like i wasn't like oh shut up you're just trying to act like you're smarter than everyone blah 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 this was in my honors class now i'm in taking an ap class and the same person's in there and it's funny because now that we're both we both took honors class last year now that same person is in the, is in the ap class with me this year and this year, I can definitely see the AP starting to kick his ass because, <laughs> excuse my language, but because, like, he'll try to, he'll, he, this is what he does. He'll try to, you know, act very, very smart. He Not act. He is very smart. I'm not going to lie. But he'll try to kind of, you know, put on a front where it's kind of aggressively smart. Like, the teacher will say something and he'll find a rebuttal for it. Like, he'll you know be like actually that's incorrect because according to this like <laughs> i hope you guys know that mine reference <laughs> but like the teacher will be presenting something and out of nowhere he'll like you know unmute and he'll be like actually is that i don't think that's correct because according to the blah, 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 like you know 
And it's like, that's, I love, like, when people, like, you know, show their character strengths. They really show their intelligence. I love that. I love it. But sometimes it could come off as a little confrontational and a little aggressive. And that's why I was saying, and what's it called? In, like, a normal class where most, like, where everyone is, you know, almost on, like, the same, everyone, not everyone is on the same level, but they're in the same area of level. And then there's this one kid who just is, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to say this word, but, like, smarter than the rest. And he will come off as, like, a dick. Like, he'll come off as pretentious, as a know-it-all, as I'm better than you, blah, blah, blah. But it's not even the case. It's just the class is not at his level. And that's it. It's really, that's it. Or his or her or whatever. I'm just giving an example from someone that I, you know, had classes with and have classes with. So, anyways, that's why I'm saying what I was saying. Elon Musk is Elon Musk's. That's so. That's the worst name. Elon Musk's like apostrophes. Elon Musk's. I hate that. I hate that. Oh, make my ears cringe. Elon Musk's like school. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. Elon's. Let's just say Elon. <laughs> Elon's school where there is no grades, like grades one, two, three, four, and there's no like grading, as in like A, B, C, or 90, 80, whatever. There's no gradings. There's no grades, no like GPA, or whatever. You know, no like standardized testing, I guess. Like, I don't know if there's standardized testing. I didn't really look too much into it. I like the theory, but in some cases it doesn't work. Like, the one I was talking about, like, it can come off as pretentious. You know that story I was just saying, you know? So, I like the idea, but in some cases it doesn't work. But I think the idea should be studied more. I like the idea, but because it's not studied enough, it's not researched enough, and it's not experimented with enough. Because every school is, you know, I'm talking about the U.S. because I live in the U.S., but every school in the U.S. is primarily the same. So we really, most of us don't really know what it would be like to be in a educational environment where you're on the same grade and there are no, you know, gradings, there's no failing, there's no passing, it's just learning. I personally would volunteer. I would volunteer because, I mean, I may be at a lower or higher or same level as my peers in that educational environment doesn't matter. I would love to be, you know, a lab rat for Musk because <laughs> that's very intriguing to me. I don't know if I'm the only one who thinks it's interesting. I know there's some controversy, probably, probably. I don't know if there is, but, you know, when it, when it involves a millionaire, so, you know, someone who's an A-list, A-lister, you know, there's always controversy. Doesn't matter what it is. There's always controversy. So I bet there's a lot of people judging him right now for that. But I'm not judging. I'm I'm applauding actually. I'm applauding him for that idea because he's actually taking it into his hands and taking initiative with that idea. We have so many ideas, but some of us aren't fortunate enough to have the funds to really cr- bring that idea to life and bring it to fruition. And I like that, you know. He's using his, you know, money to find 
a better educational system. I don't think he's trying to find a better educational system. Maybe I'm giving him too much praise. I mean, I don't know anything about him, really. I really don't. <laughs> but when I heard that, I was like, oh, I like that. I don't know. I just like the idea of experimenting with new um, education systems. Because the curriculum and the system that we have so far is very outdated. It's very old. It's just, it's ineffective. It's really ineffective. I mean, does it prepare us for the real the quote quote real world a lot of people will say no and i have to partially agree because lord i mean i don't know how taxes work i'm 16 right now when i turn 18 like do i have to start doing taxes immediately or how does that work like i'm I, I'm, I'm honestly asking because they never taught us they never taught us this like all they say is like oh we're teaching you stuff about the real world I took this class, right? I took a business class. I like how my school has all these courses. I love it. <laughs> I took a business class. Tell me how that shit didn't do anything. We literally just run, ran like grocery store simulations on the computer all day. And that's it. Grocery store stimu- simulations. Let that sink in. You take a class for months and months. You have to get graded on, on this class. Yet the only thing you did were surveys of how like you would how your personality type would, you know, interfere with your business. All you did was surveys, PowerPoint presentations of here's my company and here's how much we do. Um and then you also looked at the stock market and just, you know, you chose a company, let's say I chose Apple, and then you would write down the stock, like what the like what money or whatever per stock it is that day. That's it. Tell me how that would prepare me for running my own business. Tell me how, because run like opening a coffee shop, that like that intrigues me. That's something that I would you know look into. I mean, not now, of course, I'm 16, and probably not in five years, and maybe not not even in 10 years. Let's say 20 years down the line, or maybe, maybe when I'm going to retire. Who knows? Who knows? But let's say sometime in the future, I want to open up a coffee shop. How would I even go about doing that? How would I even go about doing that? How? How? I would have to teach myself how to do that through YouTube videos. YouTube videos. YouTube is more effective than teachers sometimes. Like, I'm, I don't want to, I, I really don't want to say that because I, I appreciate teachers for everything that they do. Like I said earlier in the podcast episode, there are some teachers that I absolutely adore that really are great at their job, teach well, are compassionate. There are some teachers that are really well, but there are also some teachers that are oh there are some teachers that aren't even teachers i took a, a, another class i took i'm a history nerd i really do like history i took a class cultural history right i thought i was going to actually learn about like you know the history of different cultures like you know like buddhism and like the like the french culture and 
like Jamaican culture and Argentinian culture, like all of these different cultures. I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this history of different cultures. I'm ready to see how they got their traditions, why that's their tradition, why it stuck around, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, I was like, yes, yes, I'm going to take this class. So I chose it as an elective last year. <laughs> we watched movies. Let that sink in. We watched movies. Now, keep in mind, I love movies. I really do. Um, becoming a film major is something that I am intrigued by, for sure. But the fact that I took a cultural history class and we only learned about American culture just says something. It says something. I mean, I heard from the other people, from other people that took class, the, that took the class before. They were like, oh, you know, it's really easy. You know, you just can watch movies. Don't worry. And I'm like, oh, well, I could take an easy class because, you know, I was taking, you know, some, ha- some hard classes. So I was like, okay, sure, I'll, I'll take it. But I was like, okay, we're going to watch movies, but I hope it's like, you know, good movies at least. I hope it's not like every day's a movie. Yeah, no, it was like every two weeks a movie. <laughs> it was like every two weeks was a movie, and then we had to do a worksheet along with it. And if it wasn't a movie, it was a video. That's it. He literally was spent more time sitting at his desk quietly than lecturing. Because he didn't, it's like he didn't know to lecture. There were no notes to copy, really. There was like one-page notes that were just fill-in-the-blank notes. Like, so ineffective. But it's like, <laughs> I mean, I knew it was an easy class, but I was still hoping to get some form of learning from it. You know, I was still ho- hoping to learn about culture. I mean, I learned about, what did I learn? Because it was all American culture. What did I learn in that class? Um, 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 I learned that this one singer, I forgot his name, this one singer, because we watched it, this one singer performed at the Berlin Tower, or not the Berlin Tower, the Berlin Wall, right, as it was, like, you know, about to go down and stuff like that, it was, like, a big controversy, the Berlin Wall, and he performed, an American singer performed there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it that's it and I took French for two years and guess what I don't know shit about French I I can go into all these topics I have a story about a French my French teacher I had three French teachers like (laughs) I have a few I have a story about this um but I'm not gonna say it (laughs) let's say that for another time so basically this podcast episode is so long it is probably an hour long sorry not sorry. Um, <laughs> it, I just have to rant. I said today was going to be a rant. And I'm probably going to speak on this topic again because it's something that's prevalent in my life. So unapologetic, unapologetically, I made this long and I will probably make another one of the same topic. And if you don't want to hear it, too bad. Love. <laughs> I can't see. But what I was saying, yeah, pretty much there's a lot of changes that need to be made. Um the system is very anxiety ridden. It's not very healthy physically, 
nor mentally is it um yeah there's just a lot of changes that need to be made some things they've been doing well like um (laughs) tell me how my mind went to a blank i'm like some things they've been doing well um and my mind goes to a complete blank um I mean, every school is different, but I think that my school personally has done well with giving us a lot of choices in our classes. I mean, of course, that can be argued because we don't get a choice with the core classes like math, science, reading and history. Those are the core classes. You don't really get a choice with those. You have to take them. So, you know, the choices thing can be argued. But I think that my school personally with my experience at this school has done a pretty, you know, good job at letting us have choices. Like, at my first high school I went to, so I went to two different high schools. I went, I'm still going to high school, but I went to a private Catholic all-girls school first for my first half of my freshman year. Then I moved, so I had to move schools, of course, because I moved. And I moved schools to a public school in the suburbs. So... I pay, we were paying, you know, thousands in tuition at, um, a, what's it called, a private school in the city just for me to move into the suburbs, pay no tuition into a public school, and it'd be so much better. Like, that just says something about it. Like, private schools really don't give funding. They really don't. And public schools in the city really don't either. It sucks, but, you know. Anyways. Um, well, surprisingly, the food is better at the private school. But anyways, um, my experience here at this school, my second school, high school, um, is way better. Uh, well, some aspects. Well, no, no, I'm talking about the classes-wise. Yeah, classes-wise, way better. I got to choose so many electives. Meanwhile, at, um, the private school... I got to choose one elective, and it was French. And I didn't even get to choose what level French it was. They put me into honors French right away, and I never even took French. So I was like, huh, that that doesn't make sense. I mean, I had a good history, so I understand why they put me into honors. But honors French for my freshman year, when I never took it before, doesn't really make sense, but whatever. Anyways, and then I came to this school. I took French. There was no honors, you know for French but anyways took French here I didn't learn anything in my French class here at this school the public school but at least I did get to choose a lot of my electives here are some classes that you can choose um forensic science uh, meteorology um astronomy like the like earth earth and space that's what it's called um what else can you choose cultural history like i said law and justice law and justice um what other classes are there there's art classes you can take ceramics you can take home ec lifeguarding um there's much more too much more there's like more science and math stuff too it's just that that's not really my forte but yeah, there's a whole bunch of elective, electives you can choose. For example, this year I'm taking weather and climate or meteorology. Um, I'm taking, uh, what am I taking? 
oh, I took cultural history, I took law and justice, I took forensic science, and there's a forensic science one and forensic science two. So it's a real it's a real course. Like it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I might take it next year. Forensic two next year. Um, yeah, there's French, German, and Spanish that you can take. Um, I took French two years, and I'm not going to take it again. I'll go into that story another time. I love French. I really do. I love the whole, you know, French culture. I love. I've been learning about the French history in Europe right now. Um, I'm loving it. I love the language. It's so beautiful. But I'm not going to take the class again because it's really a waste of my time, and I won't be learning. I know that to be a fact. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, a lot of things are effective, as in like you know, a lot of things that they have the they as in the educational system has done is effective. It's good, but there's also a lot that isn't. So the question that I have, leave leaving this podcast is, would you volunteer? to try Elon Musk's, I'm sorry, if I'm, Musk's, would you volunteer to try Elon Musk's um, school? Would you volunteer to, like, you know, enroll in his school where there are no grades and there's no gradings and everyone's learning the same thing? Would you, you know, would you... Would you be down? <laughs> would you be down? <laughs> Let me stop. Would you be down to experiment? You know, would you be down to change what you're doing right now and try that, see how it is, you know? Vouch for the rest of us vouch for the rest of us who don't get to, you know, change their school experience. Would you? I would personally. And you, whoever you are, thank you for listening. If you made it here. If you made it all the way to the end, then you are truly a real one. Because this has been a long, long podcast episode. I've been talking fast. And I've been going on multiple different tangents. Um, At least I stay on topic. Even though I didn't have a topic set. I was just starting this as a rant. Anyways, (laughs) thank you for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, then you are... Probably, you are the special 0.01% of the population. No, you are the special 0.0000000000000000001% of the population that listens to this podcast. So, <laughs> thank you for listening. And if you made it all the way here, if I repeat that sentence one more time, guys, like hit me in the face if you ever see me. Um, go to my Instagram and DM me the word Deer Park <laughs> because I'm drinking water and it's Deer Park. Um, I don't know if Deer Park is controversial or anything. I really hope not, but I'm just drinking that water bottle. I don't know. I'm drinking that water right now. Anyways, if you made it here, then you're the realist. I love you so much. You are wanted. You are loved. Always remember that. If you're going through something rough. Also, I know this whole thing was about ranting. I'm about to go on for like another 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. Ugh. I know this top, this, not top, this podcast episode was a lot of ranting. 
But I really want to take the time to say that although school has its ups and downs, I know that the ups and downs affect the students and the teachers and the faculty and the staff, you know. It's not just the students who get affected. It's the teachers. It's the janitorial staff. It's the lunch ladies. It's everyone. It's really everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a teacher. It doesn't matter if you, you know, just supply the vending machines here and there. It doesn't matter if you're the student. Everyone is affected by it, you know, in some way or another. And I just want to say that don't let, you know, the ups and downs of the education system, you know, take away your love and your joy for learning if you have any. And if you don't have any love for learning, I just want to say that you do. You actually do. (laughs) Even if you think you don't have any love for learning, you do. Because you learn something every single day. You learn something about yourself, about others, about the world. You learn that, you know, just by looking outside, you learn that the, the leaves of the trees change as the seasons change. Just by, you know, going to sleep, you learn that, hey, I don't really like sleep. Or you learn, hey, I love sleeping and I'm a nap person. Anything. You learn from not just the school system, guys. I really want that to be a adamant like thing that I'm telling you guys like the like your grades the numbers that you have like your GPA your grades your you know test scores your ability to learn in the classroom environment it does not define you at all maybe you're not good with you know learning in school maybe you're good at at self education that's so good because school doesn't always last forever. Self-education is so important. And I'll get into that another time because this is very long. But, yeah, you are you. Your grades don't define you. So don't let it bring you down. And this isn't just me preaching to the choir. This isn't just me giving advice to you. It's giving. It's me giving advice to myself as well because... I know for a fact that sometimes when I get uh, I do a test and I get back, you know, a bad score, I'll be like, you know what, I don't even care. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, damn, like, that sucks. Like, I thought I knew what I was doing. I guess I didn't know anything, you know. But that's not fair because it's like you do know something. It doesn't matter what it is, but you know something. You are smart doesn't matter in what area or aspect of life that you are smart in. You're smart. You're wanted. You're special. You are special. You are, li- like, the the probability of you even being alive this moment is so slim. You were the fastest swimmer, honey. You were the fastest sperm swimmer. You were the fastest. You made it out the pool. Michael Phelps in there. You are literally Michael, Michael Phelps in the womb. Like for real and I just want I keep getting freaking notifications from canvas it's like 24 new student notifications it's like can you stop doing great like grading and stuff for one second <laughs> like damn there's so many I'm like getting distracted notifications suck oh my god I'm gonna get into like the like technology and social media all that in another episode oh I love it I love this freaking podcast. This is so great. It's such a great outlet. Anyways, 
<laughs> you're wanted, you're special. And if no one's telling you that, I'm telling you that. I don't care who you are. I do not care who you are. I don't care who you are. You are who you are. We are who we are. We're dancing like we're dumb, 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 dumb. It's like, well, let me stop, let me stop. That's a little Kesha reference, you know. All the 2010 middle schoolers that are out there. There you go. <laughs> oh my. I'm not even a 2010 middle schooler, though. What? <laughs> I'm 16. 10 years ago, when I was 6. <laughs> okay, okay. I've been doing this for too long, I think, because I think I need to do some math homework at this point. But um, I went on on so many tangents. I just want to end off on a positive note. Every episode, we're gonna end off. We're gonna end this off by me sending out, you know, good energy. Because also with the law of attraction, I'm gonna go into that too. I'm gonna go into that another episode as well. Because. I'm, if I'm putting out this positive positive energy to you guys and to the universe, then I most certainly, most certainly, definitely will attract it back into my life. And I'm not saying, oh, I hope you guys have a good day to be selfish and be like, okay, now that I said I have a good day, I'm going to have a Now that I said have a good day to my teacher, now I'm going to have a good day tomorrow. No, it's not like that. It's just that I want you to attract this energy that I'm giving. And I also want to attract the energy, you know? If we all were good people, if we all were positive people, this whole world were all was filled with the good people, then the hap- like then we would all just be so happy. We would just all be so good, you know? Like, oh, that's just a dream. It'd just be a dream. We'd all be attracting each other's positivity if we were all good. And that would just be a dream. That's the utopia I I envision. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I think I've said enough. I'm thinking of what else I could have said, but if I think too hard on what else I could have said, I'm going to end up talking for like four hours. <laughs> and no one wants to hear all that. So, yeah. Have a great night, day, evening, whenever this is that you're listening to it. And if you made it all the way here, all the way here, go to my Instagram at N-I-C-O-L-E. Wait, no, at, I just messed up. Go to my Instagram at Nicole Magalines. So that's at dot N-I-C-O-L-E underscore M-A-G-A-L-H-A-E-S dot. I think there's dots there. I'm not too sure. Try either way. <laughs> M-A-G-A-L-H-A-E-S dot. <laughs> My last name's so big. But anyways, if you made it all the way here, go DM me at that um account and DM Deer Park. And I will know exactly what you mean by that. And I will literally be your best friend because... If you made all the way to the end, that's so, like, cool. Like, that's so nice. Like, it's so nice. I'm so, <laughs> there's really nothing to say. Like, if you made it all the way to the end, that really genuinely warms my heart. So, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. <laughs> and have a wonderful, blessed day, everyone. And remember, school, 
has its ups and downs, but so do we. And let's just deal with it. Let's roll with the punches, because we will survive.